Hey, mates, if you are in the Los Angeles area, we are doing a live little dum-dum club at Meltdown Comics Friday, November the 23rd. Head to nerdmeltla.com for tickets and more information, and we'll see you there. See you, mates. Hey, mates, welcome once again into the little dum-dum club for another week. My name is Tommy Dasselow. Sitting next to me in a New Orleans hotel room, the other half of the show, Carl Chandler. G'day, dickhead. This is attempt three at recording this on a little device that I just bought uh, right before we left home. Um, this is no podcast city. There's mm, none of the professionalism of that. Yeah, this is like a little, uh, little uh, what do you call it, an H2 Zoom and, uh, yeah, we just had some technical difficulties with trying to do it the first couple of times. Uh, that's, that's what happens when Sean McAuliffe and Will Anderson do room service. Technical so. difficulties slash I forgot to put the SD card in. But, uh, you know what? I think it's actually pretty big of me to admit that because <laughs> you don't know anything about this machine. I could have lied to you. I could have just said, oh, look, it needs a software update. You would have had no bloody idea. Yeah. So it's actually pretty admirable of me to have taken the bullet like this. You are a good idiot. Yeah, that's yeah. that's all, that's all. <laughs> All I've ever wanted to hear you say. So, for the third time, let's uh, let's address the situation here. We are in New Orleans, Louisiana, in our hotel room. It's about six p.m. Uh, we got in a couple of hours ago, and Give we've a bit done. Of Give we've us done. Backstory. We've done absolute bugger all so far since we got into uh, to the great uh, city of New Orleans. I walked down the street to buy a video game that came out today. I bought some beers and... Uh, and I watched Ace Ventura too. Mm-hmm. I thought I'd kick it off by bringing a couple of beers into the room. And there's no bottle opener. So we're just two men sitting here staring at... Uh, at, at it's at, slowly warming two, beer. T- t- yeah. Con- uh, what is it? Con- con- condensing. There's a lot of condensation going yeah. on. Um, what were some other highlights of the last two attempts at recording this? I said... Do you want to get going and, and do a bit of recording? And you said, yeah, okay. And then you got up and brushed your teeth, yes. which I found to be an interesting <laughs> an, an interesting. Because we're, we're in close quarters here. We're, we're actually like a foot. It looks like we're almost going to kiss. So mm. I thought I'd better, you See, know. again, if I hadn't come clean, you don't know anything about this little machine. I could have just told you, mate, it must be the bloody Colgate. <laughs> the minty particles in your breath sort of short-circuited yeah. the recording. Yeah. Um, so we've just come. We've just come from New York. I was there for a week. Uh, you had a, a whirlwind, probably just forty-eight hours in New York yeah. by the time we got out of big, there. Big question. Big question. What the listeners want to hear, though, Tommy, mm-hmm. what was the speed of your elevator like at your hotel? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I, you know, pretty average. I mean, you really? know, de- like decent. Like it didn't stick. I'm not. I'm certainly not. I'm. You know what? In my Expedia review, yeah. it's not even going to get a mention. Really? It's not. It, you could not, tell people. It's no, but it, like average is in normal, normal yeah, speed. You got to tell them though, because I mean, some, you know, uh, they can take that over a bad speed lift like you did last time. Ah, uh, yeah, know? I suppose so. But we've got a weird thing at the hotel we're in at the moment where their key service isn't working, which seems like a bizarre yeah thing to have. So the place that we're in now, when we come in, we've got to go to the front desk, show ID, and then they've got, they must just have some staff member on every floor of the hotel. And it's that awkward thing where in America everyone gets tipped for everything and whatever, and, it fits, yeah. and it's like, and so someone is sitting there opening the door for you, and normally that would be like a tip thing, but it's like, no, you know what, you've messed this up. I don't need to tip you. Mm. This is like, you know what, you, what are you going to bust the TV now? So then someone has to be in our <laughs> hotel room and flick it on, and then I'm like, okay, here's a George Washington note for you. you yeah, know? well, like... Here's what I was thinking while that was going on. Do we push for a discounted rate? 
I feel like that. I feel like that's a thing that because I'm not. I'm bad at. I'm never someone that can do that. But I feel like not not being able to have a key into your own room. I reckon we'd get freebie stuff out of it. Maybe what that can it, we I, get? I don't know. That, well, I was looking at the chips ahoy down there. They look good. <laughs> I'd be happy with that. The worst negotiator <laughs> of all time, Matt. I'll let this. She's getting ready to delete two hundred bucks off the bill, yep. and you're going. I'll do it for a yeah. cookie. Give me, give me some bickies. <laughs> what a simp. Yep. What an absolute simpleton. So yeah. uh, We won't have the honeymoon suite, but we will, <laughs> we will have a little snack. So we uh, in New York, you uh, were staying with uh, a friend of yours who I met last time we were here. Uh, people may remember him as the guy who, the night that I turned up, he had made a, a big picture board. He'd printed out all my profile pictures from Facebook. He'd gotten one of you. He'd scribbled out the eyes. It's... And this is a bloke who I've just met. Yeah. Um, it was, but there was like what 12, 14 pictures of you, and then mm. one picture of me, and he's just got to borrow and, and, and scratch me out viciously, seven, yeah. seven style. And this is a bloke who I'd never met before, and also has had to go down to a quick copy or whatever and ask them to print out 14 photos of yeah. the one bloke. <laughs> yeah. So um, you were staying with him again this time, and if anything, he's gotten weirder. Yeah. He was trying to convince us that we would have a deeper bond. If we showed each other our cocks, he yes. was trying. He was really rallying hard for that to happen. That, that sounds like a like a joke, but this is a serious conversation. No, and, it, and and also not not done in it. Like we need to make this very clear. Like not done in a way like yeah, you should bloody show each other your cocks. Like a really like earnest, a high, high school debate. Mm, like a bit of real. You know what you guys should do is just you know because his rationalizer rationalizing was that it's just like skydiving. Yeah. It's an exhilarating thing that we would go through together. Yeah. It would be impossible not to be kind of have a deeper bond after that. Yeah. But you, you know you get to the end, you'd both cry. You'd mm. hug. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? It's uh, it, you know, New Orleans. It's it's kind of seems like it's a bit of a big party city. There's a lot of drinking going on tonight. There's a lot of revelry in the air because there's just been a big football victory. So who knows, maybe this will end up with us tonight. We're sharing a hotel room, just getting our dicks out. Nah. Maybe we'll see by the end of this episode. Maybe the listeners will be able to notice kind of a deeper bond I by the end of this recording. We'd be a bigger chance skydiving tonight, I think. <laughs> <laughs> out the window of our fifth floor hotel. Yeah, we've got a great we view of the car park. Yeah. Um, we, my friend Andrew, so Andrew Drinnan is his name, the guy in New York. We did go to a... a a restaurant first night when I got in because I've only I only went there for two days. You were there for like a week or something. Yeah, with a bit of um, Boston action in between. Yeah, but yes, I had a bit of a delay, um, so I got in there quite late. So I had to jam everything I could into two days. Um, I got in pretty Just late. A lot of looking at me in the nude over yeah. two days. <laughs> so we went out for dinner on the first night. As soon as I got in, it was a bit late to go and meet up with you. So we went to dinner. We. And and my friend Andrew is very much like, let's just see what happens. Let's see what happens in every sphere. So we just walked down the street, and I looked at a restaurant window for like a second too long, and he was like, it's meant to be. That's the place we should go in. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm looking at him, and I went, oh, it's Polish. Polish food, so, you know, I've never had that. And I, it's quite attractive to me, the idea of, um, you know, meat, meat and potatoes yeah. and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what? I don't know if I've said this before. I've... I've never met an unattractive Polish person. <laughs> they're, the most, they're my vote. Like, people say <laughs> Swedish and whatever. The Polish are the hottest people in the world. <laughs> I don't know if I've said this before, because I do say it a lot. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I feel like I've heard you say that. I don't know if on necessarily on this show, yeah. but I have definitely heard you put that opinion out yeah, there. I've got a real thing you, for the you Polish. You are well regarded for your opinions of the Polish. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah everyone knows it. Yeah. It should be... You should change your Twitter bio to yeah. just say... Polish lover. Yeah. P-O-L-O... At, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Paul Polar. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the thing. So I went, okay, let's go in here. So hang and, on. Because you find them to be the most attractive people, therefore... This is where we should go but for not, dinner. Not only that, but it said it said it looked interesting because it said Polish Indian. Okay. And I was like, oh, this will be an interesting mashup of cuisine. <laughs> so let's go in here, and we and it was like midnight or something. They were still open, which was another good reason to do it. So we went in there and then got the menu, and it was just Indian. And I just said to the waiter, "What makes this Polish?" <laughs> and he goes, "Oh." That's my name. <laughs> His surname was yes. Polish. Yes. And then I noticed it was like it wasn't it wasn't really Polish. It was Polash. P O L A C H. Polash Indian. And what like how attractive was Polash? How the, uh, the Polash family? Yeah, look, where do they rate in your, the in your ish, rankings the of attractiveness? Ish, the ish are a lot hotter than the that. Ash. Make, the, the ish makes it. It's yeah. the eye that really it's, turns it around. It's the difference in vowels that makes you hot. <laughs> yeah. um, what else did we do in New York? We just went shopping. Um, we actually didn't spend. Oh, we saw a couple of shows, you and I, but we didn't oh, yeah. spend that much time together during the day. Yeah. Yeah, we went. We went and saw. We did another great use of time. We went and saw Nick Cody because you can't just do that anywhere. Do stand up. Yeah, do. We stand-up. didn't just go and watch him in the no. park. We he was doing a show. No, I mean uh, it's it's great to get to New York because I mean I've seen. Well, I saw the Statue of Liberty once, but you know it's worth going to see again. It's like Nick Cody. You know, I've seen him do stand up probably six hundred times. So yeah. it was it was good to to use probably three of my. 48 hours in New York watching him. <laughs> but it was good because he threw in some local references, so it was like different to what it would have been like at home. Yeah. Well, how's this for a use of time? Um, you, you, you're vaguely familiar with this story, but I haven't really given you all the details yet. Um, Thursday night, uh, me and Nick Cody and uh, and Luke Heggie, who's a, a, an Australian comedian who's, who's doing his show with, um, with Cody uh, in New York, uh, we went out, we had a pretty late night, we were all sharing an apartment together, and uh, we only had the one set of keys between the group of us that were there. So we go out, we get a bit pissed, we walk home, it's about four o'clock, and we've lost the keys. Somewhere along the line, they've fallen out of a jacket at, uh, at the bar that we were at. Uh, the bar would have been closed by now, so we're just going, what the Christ do we do? So we walk to a coffee shop because we think we'll just try and find somewhere to just, you know, just kill time and just sit until we can think of a solution. Now... Um, Heggy is good friends with uh, Andrew G, Andrew Ginsberg, as he's now known. Now, I just want to say this, because mm-hmm. we've got a lot of reports here uh, uh, through Twitter and Facebook, and um, when people have been dropping legitimate names, and yes. they say, well, I should have been saying Clang. Mm. Well, that's not... If you've listened to the show before, I don't Clang well-known names. If you said, oh, we were hanging out with Andrew G in the car park. I would have said Clang after car park, <laughs> not after Andrew God. G. That's how. It What's works. this because just this show's just become a little bloody comedy masterclass. <laughs> yeah. How to make little jokes with your mates. Yeah, this is this is Carl's rules. <laughs> so um, so anyway, he was also sharing the apartment with us, but because because that morning he had to go and do a film interview, the product the the film company put him up in a nice hotel that was like over the other side of town. So he'd stayed there that night. He wasn't with us to go back to the apartment. So we think, look, let's call him up. Let's see, uh, you know, what time he has to be out of his hotel. Maybe we can go there and we can just get some sleep until we can get onto the landlord to get a spare set of keys, right? And when you rang him, he said, you're going to Sydney. What's that? That's an Australian Idol reference. Oh, my God. He was in that Um, so long ago. But what else has he done? (laughs) Okay, fair enough. (coughs) So... Um, so we text him at about 5am and go, mate, this is what's happened. He let us know when you get up. 
We just we sit in a, in a in a coffee shop that's like right down. You know, for those that don't know New York, the streets are numbered. So you know, one is right down the bottom, and then you know, 150 is like you know, 150 blocks away, right up the top. You've you've made an effort to to attempt to crack. <laughs> to, and let's remember that it's my credit card they've got on file oh, okay. for anything that happens downstairs. Um, I've made a, you were about to say I've made an attempt to open a bottle of beer on a mm, desk, yeah. and that hasn't worked. Yeah, people would people would have hear, heard that shattering through their brains as it uh, shook the recorder a little bit. But um, so yeah, we, we we sit in this coffee shop for about three hours. Finally, um, Andrew texts us back and goes, "Hey, uh, I'm about to go for a run. Uh, I, I don't have to be out until midday. More than welcome to come up." So we go from like. 6th Street all the way up to, like, 60th Street. So we get a cab. We go all the way up. We're fucked because we haven't slept. It's about 9 a.m. by this point. We go into uh, Andrew's hotel room. He's staying in a... They've put him up in a really, really ritzy hotel, really nice place, and we're all just going, thank Christ, we can lie down, we can have a sleep. There's two beds in there. There's a couch. He's about to go for a run, so we've got the place to ourselves. As we sit down, Luke gets a text from the landlord going... Yep, I've got the key. Come and get them right now. So we've had to leave the hotel straight away and get a cab straight back down to the landlord to get the keys and then let ourselves in. So basically it was my second last day in New York and I've just spent the day asleep. <laughs> like I've just absolutely fucked it. But there's a video that, uh, that we'll, we'll put up on the Facebook of while we were in the coffee shop killing time, I've fallen asleep and Cody and Heggy have gone around to the window that I'm leaning against and knocked on it very loudly and very violently and woken me up. And the look on my face is something that even now I can't describe. <laughs> I can't describe what, like what the look on my face is. It's like, it's like watch, it's like watching a video of not me. Like it's, it's like a newborn child yeah. discovering the world. For yeah. The first I've got time. my mouth. That's what is, it looks like. Your yeah. eyes go big and it's like, my, Oh, yeah. there's so many yeah. colors and, <laughs> and life and flavors and smells. But it's become, because you know, so it's Andrew, so worth watching, guys. You gotta. We will make sure it goes up yeah, on the yeah. Facebook page. Because so this good. is the funny thing. Because I'd met Andrew very briefly before this uh, had all happened, and I kind of couldn't gauge his take on me. Like I kind of couldn't gauge whether he liked me or not. I felt a bit uncomfortable around him. But then the videos happened. Uh, Heggy's shown it to him, and since then he's just kind of taken me under his wing. We've gone out for tea the other day. He's like saying he's going to come hang out and see some shows in LA when we're there because he lives there. Yeah. So it's kind of, and also he was the other big litmus test because people are laughing at it going, this is funny. Cody's played it about a hundred times now <laughs> in, in my company. And uh, we were sort of wondering, is this going to be funny? Is like Because I'm thinking I could be on the cusp of a viral hit here. <laughs> but we're wondering, is it just, you know, that you, like if you know me, it's funny. And then the other, like last night, uh, two friends of Heggie's came around to the apartment who've never met me before. So I very quickly disappeared so they could watch it having a completely unpolluted view of me. And they've lost it. So oh, that really? was the litmus test. Okay. So, so I'm thinking, what if it goes up and it becomes huge and then it's like this viral hit? And what if I become like, you know, Bart Simpson when he's like the I didn't do it yeah. boy? What if, what if I have to start every stand-up gig back to the audience and then turning around yeah. and doing the look? Because if I don't do it... There's just there's just bedlam. There's just rioting. But then you can be like one of those one hit wonders where you don't open with that because yeah. then everyone leaves after they see you do that. <laughs> so you've actually got to yeah, you've actually got to close with it. Yeah. So the whole show you you sort of 
You're sort of very getting halfway. You're halfway turning around, <laughs> just, just teasing them. Very slow. And I've worked it out really scientifically, like the exact yeah. the exact way to rotate my body gradually. You're like, guys, I might just turn around for a sec. And they're like, oh, I'm just going to do it. Yeah. yeah. And then you just go, and no, just a bit itchy. Yeah. Anyway, what else is going on? And then the name of my show is Tommy Dasselo in The Gradual 180. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be a hell of a thing. So... So yeah, we've got to get Cody to give it to us because it's a oh, it's 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 something else. Like, and I, it's not even me. I don't even feel arrogant saying that because it's not like something I've done intentionally. And I'm pumping up my own tires, going, "How great am I?" Yeah, it's just it's it's come from another part of it's. It's like it wasn't me. I think for whatever reason, we we've attracted a, a, a breed of listener that really enjoys when one of us, you know, fucks up. So yeah, for I sure. Think, <laughs> I think. It's going to be really up the alley of all you people out there that yeah. are listening to this. Yeah. So I guess, uh, you know, it's getting... It, we're hungry. We've barely eaten all day. It's it's us. It's eight past six. We're going to go out. We're going to explore. And I'm, I've been here when I was 12 years old, so I don't remember any of it. Um, so this is going to be very new to us. We're going to be experiencing a place... Pretty much for the first time. You haven't been here since you're 12 year old, but you've, oh, you've still. Oh, was a year uh, ago. Uh, it was no, a year ago. I've grown beyond that. <laughs> <laughs> but you've done the same thing you've done when you were 12 years old. You've gone on board a Super Mario yep, Brothers game. Yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> Evolution. Good. good. Um, so, guys, we're going to uh, call this off here, and uh, we'll check in with you in a little bit. See you, mates. Alright, welcome back everyone. It is the uh, next day after our little first night out in New Orleans. Um, this is basically, I've just realised what this is, is just a really poor man's version of Hamish and Andy's Caravan of Courage, isn't it? <laughs> it's like, we're travelling around but we're, we're basically doing fuck all. Like, I think we've really got to step it up for this to be interesting to anyone. Yeah, um... Where this is our regular spot now as well, which is tucked in really tightly mm. between our two beds. It's sort of like I think we're more like the Flintstones. Oh, and you know, hang they... on, everyone! <laughs> hang on, everyone! Fucking special guest, the air conditioner's just yeah. kicked on. Yeah. Well, um, you might be able to hear the internet as well. Oh no, hang on, that got cut off about a couple of hours ago, so you won't be able to hear that at all. Yeah. Oh god, just being that guy that is travelling, is overseas in America, and complaining. Yeah. About the service of the internet yep. in his hotel room. Yep. What a what an appalling specimen. No, I think it's fair. I'm, I've got stuff to do. <laughs> uh, so last night after we uh, after we checked in with dinner, we went out and uh, what did we do? We had a few beers uh, at kind of various places, and it's it's. I said this to you today, but New Orleans for a place that people go, you know, it's 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 so uh, thriving and creative, and it's such a such an amazing community. You walk down the main street, and it's basically just like Surfer's Paradise on Schoolies Week. Yeah, but, I mean, it was after a, a football game last night, so people were going crazy, and there's a, a main street where there's strip clubs and stuff like that. So once you get off the beaten track, we got we, <laughs> we had a, a bit better of a time being harassed by dudes that met Hunter S. Thompson or something, some crazy yeah. dude. Yeah, we were about to actually bring out the recorder to have a chat with him, because he started up a story about how he knows... And he's done this great one. He goes, Hunter S. Thompson, you know... The writer? Like, we're just two no, no, no. simps. I, I liked him because he's like Hunter Thompson because he was so close to, <laughs> close to him that 
Hunter S. Thompson was like, mate, forget the S. We're, we're mates now. Don't be so formal. You know, Hunter S. Thompson was my dad's name. Just call me Hunter Thompson. Speaking of great name drops, this has reminded me of uh, a couple of years ago I was in a comic book shop with a friend of mine and the guy behind oh, the clang. counter. This is, See, there you go. This is uh, before the Walking Dead TV series had started. And, of course, it's based on a series of comics. And the guy behind the counter goes, yeah, you know, that Walking Dead TV series, it's about to start up and... All reports are that it's very good, and I mean, I'm only basing that off the word of a close personal friend of mine, Frank Darabont, <laughs> just going, <laughs> wowee. <laughs> so that's your good review. The guy that made it told you that it's good. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, he's involved with it, yeah. Oh, okay. But just, he, he said it exactly like that, the pause into close personal friend of mine. Frank Darabont. Well, to be fair, I'd take his word because I mean, when I was talking to him about the Shawshank Redemption, he said <laughs> he said it was going to be good, and that turned out pretty pretty swell. But is he a close personal friend of yours, or just a personal friend, or just a close friend? It like, how Frank, deep in are you? Well, he did ask me to call him Frank S. Darabont, so <laughs> maybe we weren't so You're close. One step removed, yeah. yeah. Um, so we, we did have a good chat with those two guys. They were fun. One of them sounded exactly like uh, Wayne from Wayne's World, yeah. which I pointed out to him, and he, he didn't love it, but he I, didn't hate it. Yeah, because he was like a hippie. I don't think he he enjoyed being compared to a guy that was like, yeah, <laughs> he was, I think he was the exact opposite of that. I don't know why it didn't go better. Everyone loves being told, you know what you remind me of? A silly comedy yeah, yeah. character. A person who's designed to be an idiot. <laughs> Someone yeah. putting on a voice to yeah. make themselves sound stupid. Yeah, yeah. You're just like him, buddy. Yeah. Um, and he's given, us, he's given us directions for somewhere uh, to eat at tomorrow when we head off on our drive to Austin. So I've, I've taken the directions down. Who knows if we'll end up going? Who knows if it'll be any good? But, uh, but you know, it's there. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's the kindness of strangers. So those guys he, are nice. He probably got the he probably got the recommendation from Alan Guinnessberg or, or <laughs> Ginsberg. Oh, what? Hey, who's that? Alan Ginsberg, the, yeah. the beat writer. Oh, I thought you were trying to say Andrew Ginsberg, no. and you've messed it up. Very similar. Yeah. Very similar yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. The host of Australian Idol versus one of the beat poets. From well, the I'm 60s. sitting next to someone who's frequently getting people's names wrong, so it's kind of like I'm having to sort of you know do an equation in my head to try and work out does he actually put mean the, someone else? Yeah, put the babel fish in your ear and figure it out. <laughs> Um, so we chatted to them for a little while. They were good fun. They were uh, they were nice guys. And then I had my camera out. We were walking down the street taking photos. And oh, there, was yeah. this, there was this girl with a shaved head covered in tattoos just kind of lining up novels on the side of the street. No, no, no. Is... She was, they were already lined up. Oh, and she, she was, was packing up packing for the them night. Because okay. it was like 1, 2 in the morning or yeah. whatever it was. Yeah. Um, so stop trying to make her sound cool. It was about 11 p.m. Oh, was it? Right. <laughs> She's... So she's packing them up, and that's you know that's when you got your camera out. There's the little little moments that you look for, something a, like that. We're in a touristy street. I want yeah. that to go on my blog. I want my <laughs> Flickr account to take off. Put a few bloody sepia yeah. tones on that. That'll yeah. go off. Once you whack up a picture mm-hmm. of a girl picking up books, yeah. bang yeah, for sure. It's uh, shit my dad says all so, over again. <laughs> so I've gotten the DLR out. I've snapped a photo, and she's just gone off. She's turned around and gone. Can you delete that? And I've gone, yeah, okay. In my head, going, of course I'm not going to delete that. Yeah. And then she's at, she's like stood over my shoulder and like made me do it like one step away from actually taking the camera out of my hands and pushing the delete button herself, and then got into this whole thing with us about why taking a photo is bad. And... Yeah, well, I was sort of having a crack at her, and then she was like, you know, well, it's more, it's not because because I was saying, are you an Aboriginal? Is this capturing your soul? Is this what your culture believes? And she's like, and she ignored yeah. every stupid thing I said. It was amazing. It was like you weren't. It was like. 
It was like a thing in a in like a, a sitcom or something where you wish that you'd never been born. Yeah. And then you're a ghost, but you don't realise it. Yeah. So you're talking to people and they're ignoring you. Yeah. It was her commitment was absolutely a hundred percent. It was great. I was waiting for a bell to ring and an angel to get its wings again so I could come back into the real world. But yeah. <laughs> and start insulting people. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was horrible. I was insulting people and they couldn't hear it. It was a nightmare. Um so then she was like I was sort of having a crack, she was ignoring me and then all of a sudden she sort of arced up back at me, but then said, you know, it's 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 not because I think it's going to capture my soul or anything, because nothing could capture my soul. <laughs> like, all right, okay, well, I I know that to be true anyway. You know, that's. <laughs> but she was she. What was her big thing? Was like the thing was you, like it, it, by you doing that, it's robbed you, us of a moment. Yeah, you're looking through the camera, and it's robbed us of a of a real life moment, and uh, and it's like, well. You know, it's all it's done is rob you of someone that's walking behind your back as mm. you're as you're picking up your copy of On the Road on sale for three dollars fifty. All it's done is we were walking by, you would never have said anything to us. Maybe it's like a test. Like she does something that's really visually interesting in a real touristy area, and the first person to walk past and not even attempt a photo gets all the books. Yeah, maybe yeah. that's what. It, maybe she was packing up because she was like. Uh, another night where no one has won all the free books. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So the next person that walked past us probably got the mother load. Either mm. that, or she probably dropped them off at the salvos like two minutes later. <laughs> uh, that, that salvos in New Orleans. Yeah, that we yeah, all know about. yeah. Salvos, yeah, salvos. Um, what else? I, you know what I'm, I've enjoyed as well is, is is coming into hotel rooms with you, into mm. in, booking into hotels. Yeah, and you having to use your real name. Yes, just going. What's the name? And then you un- sort of unsurely saying. Thomas Allsop? No. It's, it's, How am I unsure about well, it? Well, it just sounds... I'm very confident it in it because it's my sus. legal given name. It sounds like you're putting it on. It sounds like I'm, you're giving a fake name. No, I'm saying it in that way because there's a part of me knowing that you're standing behind me ah. as I'm saying, going, here we go. What's he going to bloody chime in with? Yeah, I'm, I'm about to go, no, it's not. Just so we, <laughs> we don't get a hotel room and we have to sleep on the street. We have to sleep on people's books. That's what we have to do. You know what I'm enjoying? For some reason in this country, people can pronounce it properly. Like, at home when I spell it out to people, they'll go, oh, Alsop. Whereas, for some reason, everyone here has gotten it right first time. Have they really? I've heard them say Alsop. No, I've never, not this trip, this this time, I've never had it so far. Well, I've only copped, I got one person today that called me Carl. That was my first one. Yeah. But I've copped a a bunch of Kyles already. Mm -hmm. What's your name, Carl? Kyle! Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it's happening again. I'm copying it flat out. Oh, God, it's happening again. (laughs) Um, No internet. People calling me Kyle. This is the worst trip I've ever been on. (laughs) Hey, I just wanted to bring this up. Um, We brought up, uh, when we were recording last night, we brought up uh, the elevator thing from uh, from last week's episode. This is an elevator-related story that I've I've had in the tank for a little while. Oh, this will be good. (laughs) (laughs) This was... um, uh, back home in Melbourne before I left, I went uh, to the rooftop bar, which uh, has a, like a, a, an elevator on the bottom floor that takes you up about six stories, and it's a really, really, really slow elevator. I've gotten in, there was another guy there by himself, and then these two like very good-looking girls, not wearing much, have gotten in, because it was a very sunny day. So we get in, and this guy next to me has kind of like panicked about being surrounded by these good-looking girls. And spent the entire elevator trip reeling off facts about elevators. <laughs> that was his game. He's just going, you know, apparently when you push that button to make the doors close, it does nothing. It's just there for show. It doesn't do anything. And they're going, <laughs> oh, okay. 
And he goes, and here's another thing. Every elevator has a built-in code where if you type it in with the floor numbers, it just bypasses all the floors and goes to the floor that oh. you want. Just all this bullshit. Wow. Just all these that's awesome. Things. That's no, like, that's, But that's not true. That's, there's no way that's true. That's like McDonald's when you go in there and go, I'll have the triple cheeseburger. And they've got the they've got a button there that they never tell you about. Yeah. It's a triple cheeseburger button. There. Yeah. It's exactly like that. Yeah. It's, yeah. But it's, uh, it, it, was, it was just bizarre. Like... Because it takes the the elevator takes age. Someone should review it on this website. Yeah. It takes forever, and he's just he just had so many up his sleeves, to, and it was like a deliberate attempt to try and impress these girls, and they were just not having a bar of it at all. And it was like I almost kind of hoped that the lift broke down to see how how many more. Yeah. Is this just a bottomless? Let me give him another fact. Of shit. <laughs> Here's a fun fact yeah. for you. We're probably gonna die in yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Here's a, here's a fun fact for later down the track. I once told a bunch of boring elevator stories until it <laughs> broke down and then girls beat me. Have you ever been to, like, the... If someone likes a slow elevator, and a lot of people have, you know, fallen in love with the, the tales of your, your the slow elevator from the internet last last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, Charlton's. Have you ever been to Charlton's in Melbourne? Charlton's, uh, the slowest oh, the, elevator in Melbourne. The karaoke bar? Yeah, if not the world. Oh, the air conditioner's back again. Uh, What's he got to say about Charlton's? The slowest... Have you ever been to that slowest elevator? I have, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's actually worth a trip. It is so incredibly slow. Yes. Yeah. I, I don't understand how it still exists. Yeah. Um, now, what we did today was, uh, we... What happened? We got up a little bit late. We had a good mm-hmm. little sleep in. Yeah. And uh, what you found out about a, a really good restaurant, a really good cafe. Yeah. Um, and you took off a bit early. Well, let me say this. This was, this was based on meeting a guy in a shop the other day, and, you know, you just get chatting... And uh, me saying, oh, I'm going to New Orleans next week. And him going, oh, you've got to go to this place. It's so good. They do the best brunch. It's in this area. Oh, look, I can't remember the name of it. It's a girl's name. It's a girl's name and it's, it's vague. It's, my, it's one, in one of these three areas. So I've just had to get up and just look through in these vague areas, put brunch, garden district, New Orleans, and then just scan, and, and then finding names that are vaguely female names and going, eh, is that what he means? And then finally found this place called Elizabeth's, looked up all the reviews, had great reviews, and I thought, right, that's the one. So th- this is a lot of work to even find this place to begin with. Yeah. And, what well, you went ahead, so... Mm-hmm. And, look, I, my for some reason our phones aren't talking to each other. I can't... Connect. You can't text me. I can't text you. You wait. Um, can you not? Can you actually not text me? Because you said you tried to text me the other day, and uh, then you said I said I didn't get it, and you said, "Well, that could be because I texted your well, Australian number, okay, which well, I'm not using." Well, we can't text. Well, you can't text back, so there's no use me texting you anyway. Mm. Um, so I've I don't have an American account. I don't I don't have the internet on my phone. So once we split up, when we go out, we can't sort of talk to each other. Mm. So you took off early, and and it's great, by the way. Yeah. It's it's a good way of working, and um, what? So I took off after you, and I was just like walking, and I talk I talked to someone, and it wasn't the name of the street's not even on the map. So I got this one map; it's not on there. I just keep asking someone every five minutes, "Do you know where this street is? Do you know where it is?" And they'd go, "Yeah, yeah, just keep walking that way." Oh, are you really going to walk there? Because that's a long way to walk. And I'm like, no, I can walk long distances. You, it's probably like five blocks, and they're not used to walking so far. But you know, I'm a seasoned walker. You know, I can do that sort of thing. <laughs> but 
It was so long. And every time I would stop and ask someone, they would say the same thing again. Are you really going to walk there? And it took... It did it was, take an hour? No, not quite an hour. But according to Google Maps, it was 40 minutes. Which right. I went, that's all right. Like, I, I like doing a long walk when you're, when you're visiting somewhere. Well, put And this bit... city doesn't really have... Tra- like, there's no, like, trains or anything around. So it's walk or it's eat in the block around the hotel. Yeah. We'll put it this way. About 20 minutes into the walk, I started desperately... <laughs> Desperately needing the bathroom. And so I was just dreaming of this oasis called Elizabeth, the restaurant was going to have a bathroom in it. And it was horrible. And, I, and, and you know, we walked way out of town. It's like down by the dockyards or something. It's yeah. like, so you just kept getting further and further out of town. And, you, and, yeah. and it looks like you're walking into more and more of a trap. Because you, exactly, you do leave, you go straight through a, a, a bustling metropolis of food. And then all of a sudden, there's just a, it literally is just abandoned houses. It's yeah. buildings with no one in it. It's train tracks. It's uh, graffitied buildings. For, it's it's for this great place. It's like it's way you're like who's going to this place? Mm. But anyway, well, I finally found it, and you know, been walking. It must have been more than forty minutes. It felt like forever. And I got there and opened the door. No, I didn't. I didn't open the door at all. <laughs> uh, it was locked. <laughs> then you look at the sign on the door. Not open Mondays. Mm-hmm. And I, it was like a cartoon. I actually tilted my head back and went, No! <laughs> and then an attractive woman walked down the street, your eyes popped yes, out, yeah, your but... tongue raveled around the oh, concrete. Yeah, Man, and it was because I was so desperate to go and then I turned around and went back and it's that thing of, you know what, if, th- if this had been Melbourne... I would have found somewhere to squat and go to the toilet. I well, was so desperate to go. That's and I was what I was like, going to say. It's, it's like, okay, that's, that's, let's address this. That's, that's very interesting uh, uh, logic there because, first of all, it's such an abandoned area. You could have just done that anyway. Second of all, you're saying if you were in Melbourne, the place where you live, yes. where, you are, where you are very likely that you're going to bump into someone you know, you would, you would, that's where you would take a shit in the street. On the other side of the world, in a city where no one knows you, where there's basically no consequences to your action, in there an is. abandoned area, you're not going to do it there. I don't. I didn't want to cause an international incident. <laughs> so, I, you know, you don't know what the rules are in this town. If like, you know, I'm they can sure. they can look at tourists and go, oh, we've had enough. We've no, had enough of people no, of, of no. tourists literally shitting in our town. I'm, I'm pretty sure the rules re shitting in the street are the same everywhere you go. I don't think that's a different form of etiquette in a different place. Well, I, I didn't do it, so that's cool. It's all, you know, whatever. Um, but, hey, here's something that we found out today as well, which is, you know, this road trip was all about, you know, uh, the two of us and our friend, you know, friend of the show, Nick Cody. Nick I've Cody tried was going to be... Yeah, yeah. The three of us driving across the country, I've tried to get the hashtag friendships across America going on to, to describe the trip. Yep. And what's happened today? Today we get the message from uh, from from Nick Cody, uh, friend of the show. Let's say friend no. of the show. Well, Whoa, get, what? get to the end of the story, and then I'm I'm gonna I've You're, got issue with that. Okay, all right. Well, he's now. Well, we're all together in in New York, and we've got the message today. Oh no, I've got I've got three minutes of some shitty open mic I plan for Wednesday, and oh, I'm on some little podcast. Oh, I don't think I'm gonna meet up with you guys after all. I'll, I'll see you in a week or so. Yeah, he was meant to be meeting up with us tomorrow. We were gonna drive across the. It's a long drive. There's a lot of hours in yep. between. A lot of time to fill. Well, it's, you know, it's fair enough. He, I mean, you know, he he spent his money on his trip. He can do what he wants. Oh, hang on a minute. I bought his airfare. <laughs> I paid for his airfare yeah, to get over here. Yeah. This is my trip. You can't do what you want with it, Cody. I own your trip. I, uh, 
Yeah, I mean, that's the whole, that, that was kind of the, uh, the attractive prospect of coming over was that it was going to be the three of us because you and I can just fucking sit in a car for eight <laughs> hours together anytime we we've want in Melbourne. Yeah. yeah, we've done it. We've done this we've, shit, but going to Canberra. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're in each other's pockets enough as it is. We needed the buffer between us. Yeah. I'm terrified about what's going to happen <laughs> now. So here's what I wanted to put out there. And this is, we've never, I don't, well, have we done this on the show before? It doesn't feel like something we've done on the show before, but ex-friend of the show. Wow, is it? Is it that far? I, I, I'm, I, I feel look, like it. At the very least, I don't care how many days until his birthday. I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to go that far. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to answer his well, mum's was, You know what I'm going to do? You know what I'm going to do? We've got a long drive tomorrow. You know what I'm going to spend my time doing? I'm going to go back through the last few episodes... And I'm going to edit out oh. all the references to his little birthday countdown. Yeah. What it should have been, how many days until Mick Cody royally fucks us both over. That's what the countdown you should know, have we've, been. You know, we've got eight hours tomorrow in the car. I think the next episode is going to be the roast of Nick Cody. <laughs> but without Nick Cody being around. Well, the, pl- he's, the plan is, his plan is he's saying he's going to meet us in Vegas on, oh. uh, on, on Saturday. We've so heard Matt, it all before, we've... Cody. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, what about this? What if can can the listeners maybe uh, uh, send him some Facebook and Twitter messages and just let him know what a royal bad Nat- bloke he's a been? A national traitor, someone mm. letting Australia down on the other yeah. side of the world, like the, uh, the the absolute perfect ugly Aussie, someone <laughs> to, betraying the Anzac spirit. And to think that you know Luke McGregor was so close to coming over here with us. What a joy it would have been. You know, it wouldn't have mattered so much. We would have had McGregor with us. Yeah, internet. Internet going down, Nick Cody betraying us. Yeah. This is uh, what a disaster. I'm not having the best time of things. Well, look, this is our last night in New Orleans. We've got, uh, I've got a recommendation of a restaurant that's meant to be good. Uh, let's go out. Look, the food last night we had was amazing. Bre- breakfast today, equally stunning. This is a town for good food. We like our food. Let's 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 chin up. Let's let's, let's just go out. Let's soak up some jazz music. Let's see what the Big Macs are like in this town. Let's let's fight. <laughs> <laughs> Let's find. Let's. Let, I want to find a nutcase in the street and interview them on this little thing. All right, let's, let's have a have bit a, of a chat with. Let's idiots. go have a drink. Let's find some idiot. Let's let's get some. Let's get. You know what? Let's find uh, a, a New Orleans local. Let's explain the situation. Re Nick Cody to them and see <laughs> and see what the New Orleans fight. I mean, yeah. maybe that's fine here. Maybe they don't. Maybe yeah. they don't value friendship yeah. as highly. Maybe we're overreacting. Maybe there's no good blokes in New Orleans. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So let's head out. Let's have some food. Let's find a local, let's chat to them about the situation, and we'll check in with you soon on the Caravan of Dickheadery. <laughs> so, um, we've ended up at a place called Lafitte's Blacksmith Shop Bar. Um, rolls off the tongue. Yeah. Great, great title. Very easy to remember. <laughs> I think um, it's French for Fitz. Black ship. Black, the Blacksmith. Fitz. Yeah, the, the Fitz Blacksmith shop bar. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we found a guy in there. Um, we think he's going to be the perfect person. Yeah. To to, to have a chat about uh, about Nick Cody's it's behavior. A, it's a good place. We've already talked about friendship mm-hmm. throughout the night in this bar. We've got uh, the American take on friendship, mm-hmm. and we've we think we've got a, a good person to reply to yeah. to sum up our feelings and. You know, maybe the you know international feelings on what Nick Cody's yeah. done to us. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to go in. Uh, we're going to get him on mic. We're going to have a chat, and we're going to see. Um, we're going to see what he thinks about it. Yeah. See well, what he has to see say. See the American opinion on on mateship. Yeah. It, 
Because it might be different over here. We yeah, don't know. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you might. There might be. There might be shitter blokes in America yeah. than in Australia. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. We'll see, if, we'll see if they side with Nick Cody. <laughs> Let's go find out. The grand plans that were made. Yeah, you broke when we went away. You had a couple worthless gigs to play. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> Yes, and you sent us all on our way by ourselves, just the two of us. We were supposed to be three amigos, yes, three. But now it's just a couple of worthless brothers, you see. Yes, and we're so pissed off at you that you don't even know it's true. Got a piano player down in New Orleans talking all kind of shit about you. Yeah, I don't need to hurt you, brother. But you just a little motherfucker. And let me tell you something else. You done did us wrong, 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 wrong. Yeah, so guess what? When we come back around, it ain't gonna be able to climb it like it used to be. No serene. With this and you, we're gonna put you out. Yeah, you're gonna feel so alone. Mr. Nicole. Yeah. Why you have to do us back? You used to be our best friend, <laughs> and now you're low on the list again. <laughs> and guess what at that gig that you have up there in New York City? <laughs> Ain't nobody gonna come and see you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you did that. Okay, mates, welcome back. Uh, we are now coming to you from inside a rental car on uh, West I-10. Uh, it's a freeway. We are heading from New Orleans to Austin, Texas. Uh, last night, how did last night end up? Last night, uh, well, <clears throat> what did we leave you on the, uh, that great song that we uh, got from a, a piano player? Mm, let me, I've got bar. his name. Do oh, have really? his name somewhere. Yeah, let me just... Okay. Uh, well, guys, get ready to get it hit out that my... friend button yeah. on Facebook. <laughs> What's his name? The Great... The Great... Oh, my God. The Great Mike Hood. Mike Hood? Mike Hood, everyone. Uh, really, we really put him on the spot, and uh, he really delivered. Yeah, he was good. He got, he had all the, got out all the venom that we wanted to get mm. out in uh, musical form. Yeah, and it, you correctly spotted that... Uh, He'd forgotten the name that we'd given him, <laughs> so you've had to scribble it down on a napkin and slide yeah. it over to him. He just took the bit that we were pissed off, but then just didn't take any of the specific details. So yeah, I slid over <laughs> a napkin with the words Nick and Cody on. 
And uh, while we were there, while we were waiting to ask him to do that song, we, were, we, we got accosted by a very bizarre couple who were both pissed. The guy was very touchy-feely with us. He had his arms around our shoulders for a very extended period of time. Yeah, yeah. Um, she, the, 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 the woman in the, I guess, couple, was getting very touchy with me, um, made repeated reference to the fact that she's not married, she's oh, not really? involved, she doesn't have kids. Yeah, she kept she kept saying that. Were they not together, those two? I think they were together hooking up, but oh. I don't think they were. They weren't. They, she certainly told me enough times that they're not married. Right. Um, she shook your hand and then called you baby fingers yep. on account of your soft little hands, yeah, which I've is soft hands. Which is a nickname that I think should really stick for you, little baby fingers, Chandler. Yeah, sure. That's uh, makes me sound like a like a not very respected gangster. Yeah, little <laughs> little baby fingers. You should change your Facebook name. You know when people do that. Cal Babyfingers yeah. Chandler. People put their silly little nickname yeah. into their Facebook Just name. So, so many fans can't find me on yeah. Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so what else? So this morning we got up. Uh, we checked out of our hotel. We've we left New Orleans. We've, we've left, left New Orleans. Yeah, we went to the airport to pick up our rental car. And that trip uh, passed without incident, that, didn't it? That was, Nothing uh, really happened at the airport. That was it's about... Worth well, talking about. It was about usual for me, if that means anything. It was about... Well, I... I did leave my laptop bag on the on the bus. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. On the transit bus, uh, going to the airport. So we went to get our rental car, and I was Sam's laptop bag. Uh, and what happened next was that I haven't told you about yet is then I rang the place, and they said, "I oh, just walk back over to the airport and get it." And I was like. Okay, and I hadn't watched... I hadn't looked out the window of that bus that went from the airport to the, the Avis rental car. I hadn't I hadn't looked out of the window, so I didn't know really where it was. Yeah. So I walked out of the, the rental car bit. I'm just like a couple of kilometres away. Mm. You didn't look out the window because you're probably too busy keeping an eye on your bags in yeah. case they got racked. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, yeah, it was a long way away, and not only that, it wasn't clearly marked where I should go. <laughs> So I'm just walking along like a bum on these roads throughout the airport, and I went completely the wrong way, <laughs> and I ended up in the employee car park. <laughs> I was in the employee car park, and it was all like fenced off and everything. And I got, and it was quite a long walk in there. And I got in there, and I saw all the fences, and they go, and I went, oh, and I went, and a bus turned up, and I went, oh, can I? How do I get to the airport? And he's like. Oh man, you gotta get back onto the main road. That's a long way away. And I went, okay, can I just get a ride with you? And he's like, no. <laughs> Close the door. <laughs> Meanwhile, I mean, this is a trip that's already gonna take us. It's uh, estimated about an eight hour drive, and we've already made a pretty late start to the day. Yeah. So I'm sitting in the rental car place waiting for you, and the, the clock is just ticking. Yeah. And I'm thinking, we're gonna be rocking up into Austin at midnight or, or beyond. So I ring the place, they said, walk on over, we'll alert all the cars, we'll alert all the buses, we'll look around, we'll do all the <laughs> Alert stuff. all the cars. Yeah. Chandler's coming, everyone. Yeah. So um, I get over there, and I walk into the, the, the main airport, and I walk up to the only thing that says anything to do with uh, the, the transit buses between the hotel and the airport. And it's this old lady, and I'm like, look, this is what's just happened. I left my my bag on one of your buses, and I've just come back over from the Avis uh, to, to get it. I rang someone over here, and they're aware of what's going on, so I've just come over. They, they said, come over and talk to us. And she goes, okay, Avis is over there. And I went, no, no, no. I know where Avis is. 
I want to talk to you guys because you guys have got my bag because I came from Avis over there. Okay, if you want the bus to Avis, you've got to go out there. Um, no, no, no. I don't want the bus to Avis. I've talked to you guys on the phone. I've left my bag on your bus. Okay, if you want a bus from Avis, you've got to go... No, listen. Listen. I, I've, my laptop is lost. You have it on your bus. I just want to get it back. You told me, your people, I rang your people. Oh, if you want to ring, you, if, look, there's a number over there. No, I know, look. And I went, oh, fuck this. And I walked out, and I walked out onto the, the street, and this is an insane piece of luck, but I walked out onto the street just as the same bus that we took mm-hmm. had pulled in again. It had gone back to the hotel, come back again, dropped everyone off, the driver looked out of his window as I walked out the door, recognised me, stopped, and went, wow. and went, what are you doing? Did you leave something on the bus? <laughs> and I went, yeah. And I got on the bus, found my laptop bag, which was wedged underneath the, uh, my seat, and then walked out and went, oh, thanks, man. You, did you get the call from the people? And he's like, no. <laughs> he goes, I'm just about to go home. I, I didn't get no call. All right. So if I hadn't... Just lucked upon that. That would have been it. That would yeah. have been gone. Wow, you are the luckiest idiot of all time. Yeah, that right. is. And let's. This is a company. This this uh, this bus company. The shuttle bus company from hotel to airport. This is a company who last night I've called up to make a slight change <laughs> in our reservation, and I'm I'm having a chat to the the woman on the phone, and then she goes, "All right, I'm just going to have to put you on hold quickly, sir or madam," <laughs> and then I get left on hold for like a minute, and then she comes back and she goes, "Okay, ma'am." I'm um, just going to put that through. So somehow through just being on hold, she's she's gone in 50-50 to start with. Yeah. And then she's had a bit of time to think and she's thought, no, 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 you know what? She's, I'm pretty confident now. I'm going to call this. She just put you on hold just to think about your <laughs> sex. Yeah. yeah, and then I've gone, hey, I'm, by the way, I'm, thanks for that, but by the way, I'm, I'm a man. And she goes, yeah, that's what I said, ma'am. I'm like, <laughs> okay, good one. Uh, so now we are on the road. Uh, we've got a long drive ahead of us. We just uh, we got about thirty minutes into the trip, and we've stopped off at Wendy's for a hamburger yeah. uh, to get some fuel for the journey. My favourite um, part of the trip so far. Yeah, yeah. You're so you're driving. You've started off driving. Uh, of, of course, you're on the other side of the road. Um, you're, you're sitting on the other side of the car. How's how's it all feeling? I believe we're just passing right now the. Um Adam Sandler's The Waterboy theme park. Um, <laughs> that Look at that. That is an amazing... Look at how good that looks. We're just driving past an insane uh, water park that's got some of the best-looking water slides I've ever seen. Holy... And a roller coaster. And this is, for us, this is also a good drive because we got out of New Orleans and immediately there's signs going... Because we haven't eaten all day. There's signs going, oh, here's Wendy's, here's McDonald's, here's KFC. And we're like, oh, should we stop? Should we... Oh, no, we'll hold on. Every half mile... There's new signs going, just pull over here for fast food. Half mile, look at you, you've converted already. Yeah, yeah. Um, we just went to a place that was like, that had about 20, 20 we, we've different... we just passed another set. Oh, really? Yeah, I've just Oh, man, we should pop in for dessert. And there's Persian rugs over this side. <laughs> wow. Well, this, this episode has really ramped yeah. up all of a sudden. There's I stuff know, coming from every angle. I don't want to go to any towns. I just <laughs> want the highway. <laughs> mm. What's this? We're passing a billboard for McDonald's. You had me at two all beef patties. It's Exit lazy. Segan. Yeah. I think we've driven to Germany. So, uh, so what do you say we uh, should, should we wrap this episode up? I sure. think we've got enough in here. Um, 
We uh, we are going to check in with you next week. Uh, the plan is we're going. We're driving now to Austin, Texas, and then uh, we're driving to Las Vegas, which is like a three day drive. Um, the plan is that Nick Cody is going to be meeting up with us in Vegas. We might have some chat with him then, but you know who the fuck knows with we, that guy. Ho- hopefully, we'll get a better offer. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, Luke McGregor can fly over at the last minute. Yeah. So uh, we'll see you in Texas. Clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose. Thanks very much for listening, and we'll what? see you next time. What about the live episode? What? Oh, yeah, the live episode. Uh, LA at Meltdown Comics on Sunset, November the 23rd at, I believe it's 7pm, uh, 7.30pm, 7 uh, Nerd Melt LA for all the ticket details. Uh, come down. Come down. Uh, we're in the car on the way there to the gig right now. Uh, thanks very much for listening, and we will see you next time. See you, mates.